It is Thursday, April 15th. Welcome into a very special episode of the Early Edge MMA style. We told you when we started the show, we're doing everything. UFC, Bellator, even next week, a little of the PFL. But if you watched this last week, my man Ian Parker, 4-1, and one, including a plus 232 parlay over the course of two days. This week, once again, we got Bellator, Friday night, 9 Eastern, right in the family, showtime. And then UFC fight night on Saturday, Robert Whitaker against Kelvin Gastelum, a fight that we were supposed to see a couple of years ago. It didn't materialize, but we're going to see it. Now, let's bring in the star of the show, Ian Parker and the Duck Army. Ian, we've had to, like, hose you down. You've been so hot the last couple of weeks. What's up, man? Woo, yeah, no, listen, let's keep the fire going. Um, you know, when it comes to MMA, we just got to find the right spots and the right matchups. And last week, we hit it on the head, and I plan on doing it again this week and every week after that. We educate and we entertain. So, let's jump right in. We're going to do UFC first. Three picks from the UFC Fight Night, then also three picks from Bellator and we always, always, always will pick the main event. So let's start with this one. Preliminary bout on Saturday, UFC uh, heavyweights. Alexander Romanov, the favorite, minus 140, taking on Juan Espino, coming back at plus 120. What do you like in this matchup? So this is an interesting fight. We don't usually get to see prospect versus prospect. I believe that Juan Espino is a very good fighter, known for his submissions. However, he's going against a giant athlete in Romanov. As long as Romanov can control his cardio and not come blazing out of the gate, he should be able to get this fight to the ground and dominate. Too big, too strong, too good of a wrestler. Give me the big man, Alexander Romanov. I like too big and too strong. I love that when I'm on that side of the fence. All right, fight number two for us. Luis Pena, minus 150, taking on Alexander Munoz, coming back at plus 125. This is going to be the first fight uh, Ian, on the main card, least scheduled to be in the lightweight division. What do you like? In my opinion, this is where experience comes in big. You got a guy in Violent Bob Ross, a.k.a. Luis Pena, better striker, great jujitsu. As long as he can keep this fight standing and gets a very predictable wrestler in Alexander Munoz, I believe Pena gets it done. He'll have the reach advantage. And again, experience, he's fought way higher level of competition. I like Luis Pena in the spot. I believe he should be minus 185. And for those of you who are new or just coming into it and you always like to ask questions, there is no dumb question. But minus 150, even minus 185 in the MMA space are low odds. They just are. You're going to start seeing minus 300s, minus 400 sometimes. So it's really important that you listen to Ian uh, and how he positions all of his different picks. All right, let's move on to the main event on Saturday night. I cannot wait. For this matchup, Robert Whitaker, he looked fantastic in his last fight. He's a minus 260 favorite over Kelvin Gastelum, plus 210 as the underdog. This is a huge spot for both guys in the middleweight division. The winner will be fast-tracked, I believe, to a title shot. What do you make here? There's no question here. Whitaker coming off of big wins over Darren Till and then dominating Jaron Kanyer, who everyone thought was going to be the next title contender. You know, Kelvin Gaslam coming off the win over Ian Heinish. Um, wrestling looked better. Cardio looked okay. The weight was on point. Whitaker's just on a different level. This is a guy that only fights five-round fights, it seems like. And I just think at this point in their career, Whitaker is just mindset is there. I would even go and bet him straight at this point before it gets any higher. I like Robert Whitaker and I like him by decision. As you saw in his last two fights, he is looking to stay healthy. That means he's going to keep the distance. He's going to use that jab, use those kicks, and he is looking for the win. Whitaker gets it done here. You use the word mindset. And I really felt like after he went down to kind of the depths of where he had been personally, 
His mindset is now, I want to be great. He loves fighting again. He tells you he loves fighting again. And for any fighter, they have to love being in there or you don't want to be any part of uh, on their tickets, so to speak. All right, those are the three plays from the UFC. Let's move down to Bellator 257. Once again, it's going to be at Mohegan Sun Friday night, 9 Eastern on Showtime. Let's start with uh, a catchweight fight, 175. Paul Daly, minus 180 favorite, taking on Sabah Hamasi. Um, 180, Paul Daly is the favorite. Plus 155 is Hamasi. What do you like in this one? Listen, Hamasi's a good athlete, uh, you know, but he's a striker in the situation. He has, I think, one or two wins by submission, but Daly is not easy to get down. So if you're going to give me a situation where Daly, who has more experience, who's fought way higher level competition in a fight where he's going against another striker, I go with Paul Daly all day here. I don't care if it's minus 180, minus 190. He's the better striker. He carries more power, and I believe the fight IQ will get him to victory here. I like Paul Daly. I love fighters that have really high fight IQ. All right, let's go to the co-main event at Bellator 255. And one of the names here, even the the young kids who are in the national spelling bee would not be able to figure out how to spell this guy's name. It's not Corey Anderson. He's the favorite, minus 170. It's Devletson Yakshimaradov. Uh, I think I got that. I mean, that is unbelievable. It's an Pretty unbelievable good. name. Thank you. Uh, plus 145. This is a light heavyweight fight. It's in the World Grand Prix tournament. I love Bellator because of the tournaments. What do you like in this matchup? Yakshimaradov. I, I hope I pronounced that right. I, I did have to look at that spelling. I should ask you to use that in a sentence. Um, <laughs> you know, he could be the dark horse in this division. The only problem I have is that he just hasn't really fought a level of competition that compares what everyone else has done. You got a guy in Corey Anderson that was doing really well in the UFC, but when it came time for free agency, money talked and he walked. And I, that was actually a pretty decent rhyme. When he came into Bellator, <laughs> he, took, he took on Melvin Manhoff, who's not known for his wrestling, no, very dangerous striker. I'm on fire today, right? So in that fight, Corey Anderson, you want to talk about high fight IQ? He did it. He kept his distance. You did not want to get into a brawl or a Muay Thai fight with a guy like Manhoff. He took the fight to the ground, put a guy on his back that he had an advantage with wrestling, and he won by TKO. In this fight, he's going to have a huge reach advantage. He's going to have... Uh, like a two-person reach advantage in this situation. As long as he can keep his opponent at a distance and then eventually work his wrestling to the ground, Corey Anderson should absolutely move advance into the next round. So I do like Corey Anderson in this spot. Let's be clear. I'll take care of the compliments today. You do not need to compliment yourself, okay? <laughs> just just give me the picks. Just give me the picks. All right, speaking of picks, let's go to the main event, Bellator 252. This is Nemkov, minus 200 favorite over Phil Davis, who's a plus 170 underdog. It seems like Phil Davis has been around forever, but he is still part of this World Grand Prix tournament. There's a big carrot at the end. This is, again, in the light heavyweight division. What do you like? I like the champ here. I like Nemkov. Look, Phil Davis, fantastic athlete, good wrestler. It just hasn't really transitioned within Bellator. Getting a split decision win over Leona Machida. And then you got a guy in Nemkov who already beat Phil Davis. And then he comes back and he smokes the heavyweight champ, Ryan Bader. And we just saw what Bader did to Leona Machida. Nemkov out-wrestled Phil Davis in the first fight. He will be the much better striker. Coming from a Sambo background, you know, he's got great hips, meaning that you are not taking this guy down or getting better position on him. As the protege of Fedor Emelianenko, the goat of the heavyweight MMA world in general, 
there's a lot of high hopes for this kid. And at a very young age and a very early part in his career, he's already the 205 champ. I believe he runs the table in this division. I actually don't even question it at all. I like Nemkov even at minus 200 to get the win over Phil Davis. The beauty of these tournaments in Bellator is that the champion has to defend their title every single step of the way. So if they make it to the end, they have to defend their title three times against high-level competition. Now, you know our viewers. You know our fans. They love themselves some parlays. Give me a four-way parlay that you love this weekend. Absolutely. Well, we'll start off with Bellator. We like Nemkov there. Um, you know, obviously at minus 200, for those of you that are a little afraid to throw that juice, it's okay. You can throw him in the parlay. We like Al Hassan over Jacob Malkoon, the experience, and now he's moving up in weight. That power should absolutely transition to middleweight. Tracy Cortez, she's going to absolutely run circles around Justine uh, Keish and Robert Whitaker. Again, if you don't want to lay the minus 200 and you don't want to do the prop, by decision, Robert Whitaker should absolutely get the win. So that's your four-leg parlay. I, I really ha- believe this one, we should get another parlay in the books this week. All right, that's going to come back at plus 275. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is our recap, and we're giving you so many plays. Let's we'll start with UFC Fight Night. He loves the Duck Army. He loves Romanoff, minus 140. Luis Pena, minus 150. And then in the main event, Robert Whitaker, by decision, plus 130. That will bring the number down. But you also like uh, betting Whitaker straight up at the minus 260 as well. Bellator, 257. Uh, Love Nemkov, the champ, minus 200 over Phil Davis. Paul Daly, minus 180 at that catch weight of 175. And then Corey Anderson, also part of that light heavyweight World Grand Prix tournament at minus 170. And then in our Jewelers Gym Combat Parlay, Whitaker, Alhassan, Cortez, Nemkov, Wrap it all up in a nice little package. It's going to return now up to plus 279. It's going to be a great next two days. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets, just like last week, straight to the pay window for Ian Parker at Ian Parker MMA if you have any questions throughout the next couple of days. And the Duck Army for the jeweler who puts it all together. I am the coach. We don't care if it's soccer. We don't care if it's golf. We don't care if it's MMA. We're here for you. The only place for your daily and weekly early edge. Good luck.